So I always see that shit on Twitter. It's like, there's a question they ask. Um, Y'all still talk to people you, that, yeah, you know for like 10 plus years. I was thinking about it, and you're one of those fucking people, <laughs> actually. Yeah, am I really? Yes. It's been 10 years? Oh, that third grade, bro? Third grade? Was it, third was it grade? Wasn't it Southwood? Uh, I think it's fourth grade. Fourth grade? Fourth grade. Because, uh, like, Miss Shepard's class. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. And yeah. Matt. I'm at like what seven years with you? Yeah, perfect. But eighth grade, eighth, ninth grade. Yeah, perfect. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We had a, we had a lot of people in that class. Cody Andrews in that class. Mm -hmm. uh, Jaden White was in that class. Nathan yeah. was in that class. Yeah, and it, it's I don't know. For me, it's trippy to think like I've actually known people. There's people I've talked to for like for my whole life. You know what I mean? People yeah. I'm still gonna be able to you know be friends with and communicate with for the rest of my life. Hell yeah! And that shit crazy to me. That is crazy, bro. Is it like? And I was thinking. Is the place is just how we is this how we grew up? Is it just growing up cost station or like what do y'all think? What about it? Is it's like, just growing up cost station like how we've known each other for so long? Like so we all like we always everybody here is still like yeah. talk to each other, you know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot of us live in the same area. That's what I'm saying. Over there by the high school. A lot, mm -hmm. a lot of us live over there. Me, Mason, Tamarcus, Mark Mickens, Noah, Quandre mm -hmm. lived over there. Uh Jaren lived over there. Keegan. Keegan lived over there. So many people lived in that one like central area, five mile right? radius of places. Like, that's why, like, I feel like it's like a different bond. I, I, that's what I see. I feel like, like a different kind of bond. I don't know. Shit. For sure. Oh, man. For sure. But no, man. How's, it, how's living in Austin, though? Like, that's my question. Because uh, I, I went to Austin one fucking I don't know, time. bro. I mean, when I've been living in Austin, I moved there in February and everything shut down in March. Or So you really haven't experienced oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even go to 6th Street until after they opened everything back up because I. I got there and I was instantly working six days a week, mm -hmm. and and then it was like and everything yeah shit, everything shut down, down yeah. yeah yeah sixty was shut down, uh, the restaurants were shut down, and I live I don't live in like downtown Austin I live in Northwest Austin like okay. Cedar Park Westlake okay, Lake. okay. Um, so it's about the Hill Country it's, I'm ten minutes from Lake Travis okay so I can go whenever I want to go to the lake okay. go to uh, <laughs> or go to the the runoff go to Barton Springs. It's pretty. It's pretty fun. It's it's cool to do outdoor stuff. I got six sunburned at Barton Springs one time, dude. I got lobster. Well. <laughs> no, I mean one time, me and Timmy floated into the middle of Lake Austin onto inner tubes <laughs> in the middle of a massive lake. Everyone's in canoes and boats and stuff. When it's in inner tubes, <laughs> nowhere near land. <laughs> Damn, drunk as shit. Keep going. It was probably two hundred yards, two two three hundred yards in either any direction. It was it was a good forty five minute paddle back to get back to to where we could double get on land. Yeah, we, we had we had a we had a, a fifth of Deep Eddie's vodka too. It was fun. I lost my inner tube at one point and it took I had to swim, bro. I swam like a hundred yards to get to the tube. lake too. Yeah, like Austin. Uh, the like Austin's in downtown. That you go over the big bridge and you get to the big ass lake right before you get to the capital. Mm -hmm. Right there is windy. I had to hawk down my inner tube. It's not fun, dude. <laughs> yeah, I had to swim. So, I had to swim so far. No, the only thing I, I was think, so tired. The one time I went to Austin, dude, I 
I couldn't do it just from the driving alone. <laughs> I couldn't drive in that bitch at all. Oh, that was in downtown. Yeah, probably. I, I, don't, probably I, don't, I, don't, I don't fuck with downtown. Okay, I'm nowhere near it. Literally, I'm like the part of Austin I live in. I don't hit traffic at all. I get off at I go to work. I'm I'm on my way to work by five fifteen, and I get there at five thirty. Um, and then I Monday through Thursday I leave at four thirty, so I'm getting home at five, and mm-hmm. that's usually where tra- all the traffic is. But my route is no traffic. There's, I don't get on the highway for like th- I get on the highway for thirty seconds, exit, okay. and keep taking off. It's I'll like a twenty minute drive, no traffic. Oh, so you're good then. Yeah, I'm chilling. Man. But the only Man. thing that sucks is I am twenty minutes from everything. If I want to go to any of my friend's house, except for my homeboy who lives in Cedar Park, it's a twenty minute drive. Mm-hmm. And if I want to go to the bar, it's a half hour drive. Damn. But I, I, I'm used to it. That's just, that's just how it is. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't trip over driving 30 minutes anymore because I have to do it to go everywhere. Right. But you said that like, you moved right when COVID started. So that, so you haven't been able to do shit. No, nope, the, the bar, the, I've, I've been to the bar twice. I've been yeah. able to go to, I went to Sixth Street twice. Where I, the first night the bars opened, I went. Um, nah, yeah, that was, that was a fun night. Um, and then uh, I went again like two weeks later and then they shut everything down again. The bar's closed. There is a strip club open though there though. Shit, that bitch gonna stay open. They give they get ten dollars a year, fifty dollar entry fee, they put towards food so everybody in the restaurant has food. So they sell they make more money selling food than uh, liquor. So they're allowed to stay open. I thought it was be like that before actually I saw we were down at the beach, Surfside. This guy came up and he had his flyers. He had like a stack of flyers, I think it was like we took at least 30 of the bitches. Right. And uh, the old camper we were staying in, if you went in there, it would be like scattered all in there, like in random ass places. But it was $3 drinks, $3 food, and $3 lap dances. <laughs> and we got invited when we were 16. He said, just, hey. he, said just, he said, just let them know. He said, let them know. He's like, come in. I was like, oh shit. We never went though. That's the that fucked up part about it. Like, what, kind of, like, what kind of shit would that be though? You know what I mean? Awesome. For a 16-year-old. <laughs> but that's like three dollar, three dollar drinks, food, and lap dances. Like, <laughs> the same place get three dollar food though. You know what I'm saying? No, dude. But fuck this COVID shit on some shit though. Yeah, bro. It's, Beyond just like you not be able, anybody not be able to do shit. Like, I've missed three weeks of work because of it, and I never, I've never even had it. Luckily, you know, I got paid for all of it. For my company. <laughs> Paid me forty hours for weeks. I went out for a week. I wasn't there, but I mean, there's four hundred people on my job. There, there yeah. was at one point. Whenever this is all going on, there was four hundred people on my job. And then how, how many people are you down to now? Oh well, uh, oh, it's all, still the same. It's yeah. The, the, there's, there's less people because we're farther along the job. So there's people that aren't there. That you know, the walls are up, so there's no more sheet rockers there anymore. Mm. All the duct work is up over the ceiling, so there's no none of those guys there anymore. We're the biggest crew there. Okay. Um, but I mean, there was a point where the first time we got shut down, one of our guys had it. He called. Uh, he had stayed home because he felt sick, and then it got tested. He came back positive. So the two guys that he was supposed to work every single day, they were at work, mm-hmm. and he called them. He's like, "Hey, we have it." So those two guys left instantly, and then uh, my superintendent called us all down to the first floor. He said, "Look, Justin has it. Wilson and uh, Manny are gonna get tested for it." We all have to leave, and this was Tuesday, and we had just found out that we we're gonna be able to work 56 hours, so we we're gonna get some overtime, and we all had to leave. So we left Tuesday. Uh, I got tested on like um, Wednesday, came back Friday, I didn't have it, so I went back to work Monday, 
we worked all the guys who uh, came back negative, which was everybody. Nobody else had it but him. So we all went back to work Monday. Um, we worked for like two or three weeks, and then um, somebody else got it again. And that we found that out on Sunday. So we missed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And now so many people were getting tested. It was taking five days to get our results back. And uh, like the fifth day with mine was the day I was supposed to go to the river. My dad and my whole family from California was coming down. Um, but I mean, it took me five days to get my results back. I had, didn't have it again. And then I uh, was off for another week. But luckily my company, you know, they care much about us that they pay for us. They paid me for all of it, so I didn't. I wasn't at anything. But that time, twenty people from my company had it, and two people were sick for a day, and that was it. Nobody else had it, felt anything. They just had it. No, it was no symptoms. No. What's crazy? What's crazy is that one dude, he went to one place to go get tested. Um, he signed in to get tested, but the line was too long, so he didn't go get tested. When he got tested somewhere else, that those results came back negative. And then the place sent him test results from the first place saying he had it. And he never even got tested. Word. Like, no, he got an email from the first place that he signed up for but didn't get tested. And they sent him lab results with his name and everything on it saying that he had COVID. But he never, ever he got never tested. never even got tested. That's the, that's the shady shit about <laughs> See, That's the shady shit about everything going on right now, which is, like, yeah. making you question both sides of the shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And... It's uh, this chick got hit by a truck, but she had corona, so she gets knocked down as a coronavirus death. That yeah, that shit's yeah. happening. Motherfucker yeah. gets hit by a truck, dies from being hit by a truck, but he's have corona and you get marked down. Did you hear about the shit in uh, from I think it was Nigeria or something? It was a it was in Africa. Yeah, um, when they um, all those tests were like they were they tested they tested positive. like a donkey, they, yeah. like a, they tested like a goat or something, and they tested a papaya. Yeah, or some or a guava yeah. or some shit. Yeah, fruit. Yes. Yeah, fruit they tested fruit, out. and it, it came back positive. Yeah, I heard that. Fruit. You know what I mean? You, you know exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's the that's the shady shit about it. You know what I mean? And then everything gets fucking politicized. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And everybody and then everybody chooses sides. How, how the fuck do you choose sides? How the fuck do you choose sides on a, with a virus? Is my question. <laughs> you know what I mean? How do you how do you choose sides with? Uh, color of someone's skin. I, man, the, uh, this is that. This is a ten-minute preview of this podcast right now, and we're all kind of <laughs> <laughs> get ready, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. But yeah, I'm here with Devin Holleran and Matt Ludicus, two guys I've known since. You know Devin, like I said, first part of the podcast. I've known Devin since elementary school. I've known Matt since about eighth, ninth grade. So, you know, man, this is gonna be an interesting podcast. That's all I can say. Just buckle up. Facts. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was. Uh, I, I want to remember. I want to get the exact country it was. Um, country. I do remember seeing. Uh, I think Chase Hicks sent it to me. Yeah, Chase Hicks uh, actually sent me the link to that. Um, so it was some guy. Yeah, some guy's president was talking about how all the tests were were automatically supposed to test positive for it, like off the jump. I remember reading something about it. I remember. I, I read NPR a lot. For my news, and um, and they were um, they were saying that uh, it was it was a certain country in Africa. I forget which country it was, but um, they said they sent swabs of people, animal uh, people, animals, and uh, and fruit, and they all came back. and they all came back positive. 
And now, there you know, go. And Tanzania. Tanzania, yes. Yeah, Tanzania. Tanzania's president is blaming the sharp rise of coronavirus cause on faulty testing kits. So how are these testing kits already coming with positive for coronavirus? Is the question. Who holds a, a doctorate in chemistry said the testers had randomly obtained several non-human samples on animals and fruits, which included sheep, a goat, a, pup, a papaya, and results came out positive. Samples were given human names and ages and were submitted to the country's national referral laboratory for tests for coronavirus without the lab technicians knowing the true identity of the samples. You know what I mean? Dude, they're sus. Definitely, sus. They're definitely That's getting sus. paid to come back with positive results from somewhere. You know what I mean? And it can't be just... And everybody's trying to blame a country, but you can't be just one country where it's... Coronavirus has hit every single country. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. Well, my thing with it is, like... I'm, I, this is just me personally. I felt like I knew about coronavirus back in November or some shit. Yeah. Like, just from fucking Twitter. Yeah. So I'm like, so if I knew about this shit, how are the government claiming they didn't know nothing about this shit? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we've known sure. about it for like mm. fucking years, dude. And like they were doing tests in uh, Georgia on it when Barack Obama was in uh, office. And that's yeah. exactly. That's the mm-hmm. thing. The thing is, is like 2015 uh, when Bill Gates, you know, too. had that uh, that um, coronavirus uh, patent. On a va- talking about a vaccine for the next pandemic, yeah. you know what I mean? Five years ago, you know, no, like like it was gonna, like he knew it was gonna happen. And my thing is, from a from a handling standpoint, the way the, when you're looking at politically and how the government handle handles shit, if I if I ever heard of forty thousand people in one area coming down with the same shit, some new shit. That's a fucking red flag from the get. Yeah, you know what I mean? Look into that. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> That's that's how I'm like, even if even if they were lying and saying saying it's just forty thousand, lying about the numbers and really it's like a hundred thousand people already. Still, even if it's ten thousand people get the same virus, you know, without coming into contact with each other, without, without yeah. having direct contact with each other. <laughs> yeah, just, you know what I mean? It's right, and it was crazy too. Is that like, you know, we have we have the general contractor on my job, the safety guys. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, Bill. Um, he's an older 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 guy. Um, but you know he's a guy walking around making sure people got their safety glasses on, make sure they're not too high on a ladder, make sure they're being safe. Nerd. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> nobody like nobody likes this guy. <laughs> um, he walks around, and there's a couple other, um, you know, engineers that walk around. They're supposed, to, but they just do the job. They're not worried about look, making sure you're doing stuff. But um, and then whenever this coronavirus stuff started happening, his boss was there a lot. Mm-hmm. His old, he's this old gentleman named. Uh, Butters, believe it or not, his last name is Butters. Um, but uh, this guy Butters, we were we were walking up the stairs one day. I had my mask on. Uh, for, I'm not gonna lie, for the most part, I don't keep that shit on at work. Mm-hmm. Fuck that, it's hot. Can't breathe. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah, you work dude. outside, don't you? No, I, I'm in a I'm in a fully enclosed building that has no AC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it works. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I have 25 pounds of tools on. I got a safety vest, a hard hat. No, I'm not wearing it. Um, but luckily I had mine on and my crew leader had his down uh, on his chin and our helper had his below his nose and we walk up the stairs and this guy comes in coming in hot he's like hey how about you guys go home he's like if you're not gonna wear your mask you guys can go home he's like you guys have no right to uh he said you may not be worried about it because you guys have no right to be doing this uh, and sent my crew leader and uh, our helper home 
Well, next day we have a, we have a safety stand down, and you know we we have a whole crew. They have a whole crew in one area, mm-hmm. you know, and they're all telling us, "Hey, no, you guys, you guys can't be in one area together. You guys can't be standing all close." They have us meeting in this whole, you know, room, all of us in there. And they say we can't have our phones out. They say we're not allowed to bring our phones or have them out, take pictures, because they don't want people seeing that we're all meeting together like this. So they go off, start talking about the same thing. Bill over there in the back, the, he's like the guy we see the most over there in the back with his mask below his nose. Mm-hmm. And that guy Butters is over here chewing their asses for doing that. And Jonathan says something. And most people, you know, they just don't say anything to the safety guys because it doesn't matter. For the most part, if you see the safety guy without his safety glasses on, and you can't tell him shit. He's your boss. That's above your pay grade. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Right. You know? Um, but Jonathan goes, he's like, you sent me home. You're doing the same thing he's doing right there. He's like, your superintendent's sitting there with his mask below his nose. He's like, well, how, why are you going to send us home and not send him home? And Bill's like, oh, it slipped. And oh, we're all like, bull, like bullshit. Like, wow. we all see you walking around the job with this thing below your nose. And Jonathan's like, if you guys are going to send us home for it, then you guys need to hold you guys accountable. Oh, yeah. and you guys need to lead by example. And simple, yeah, exactly. And Bill was like, "Uh, I don't have to hear this. I'm gonna go downstairs and catch more guys without their masks." And we're just like, "What?" So they say we have to have it on all day, over nose, all that jazz, whatever. They go to the other, the other different trades, do the same at safety meeting, mm-hmm. and they tell them that if you're in a room by yourself, you can have your mask off because there's nobody else in there. Well, I'm sorry, but if you, that shit can stay there for 72 yeah, hours. On yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, yeah, exactly. from what we've been told, the shit can stay 72 hours. Exactly. Exactly. And I remember one guy, uh, Toby, that he's this old, old guy, he was like, he's like, Butters, whenever you go home, do you take all your clothes off before you go in the house? And he's like, no. He's like, well, you could have COVID on shit. And he's brought it into your house. Kids, grandkids, all those people. What's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking virus in the fucking world, man. You know, it, hey, well, obviously, but it's it's like so. You're telling me that this is a virus that if I stand six feet away from somebody, I won't catch it. But I have to wear a mask though. Yeah, right? six it can go six, six feet. feet. It's bullshit. Yeah, not six feet, one inches though. Exactly. It ain't, it ain't gonna go six it, and a half. Exactly, feet. exactly. But then at the same time, if I, if I have to wear a mask while also being six feet away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But and and at the same time, if they think it can linger there for 72 hours, is what you're telling me. But it won't go past the six-foot mark. <laughs> and most people come to work with the same mask on every single day. Yes. You know, my, my mom, she works at, uh, um, at a nursing home. My mom works at a hospital. Yeah. And they, she, she has to wear the same mask. Yeah. Like, they, they, they have a certain amount of days they wear their mask before they give them new ones. Granted, she's tested every 14 days. Right. Because um, they've, her place has actually done a pretty good job with it. I think they've only had one, maybe two patients come down with it and no deaths. Okay. That's good. Um, but there's a, my, my buddies, there was a, uh, the first big one we heard about in Texas, the uh, nursing home catching it. Uh, my, uh, my buddy's girl worked there and um, like 30 or 40 people got it. And like they all died. And... Uh, it was created like a huge death at the, at, the, at the nursing home, uh, and they they gave them like and they have been getting a five dollar raise like this whole time being there. Like just working at a hospital, they got a five dollar raise. Jeez. That's a lot of bread. <laughs> That's a lot of money, dude. And they shut it down for two weeks, so they were getting paid five dollar raise for two weeks for work for hours and weren't even working. I mean, and it took it took my company forever to to do something. 
because like I said we worked through all of that unless you know we were had to go home because of it yeah. and they gave us they they sent us this email saying you're gonna do, do this thing called hero pay where if you get 40 hours if you get you 40 hours they give you an additional dollar an hour not a dollar not a dollar an hour raise but a, a literal dollar for every hour you work so that was 40 bucks okay Overtime, they give you an additional three. So we were getting sixteen dollars or sixteen hours of overtime. So it would be sixteen. It was like it was like an extra two hundred bucks on your check. But they they made it seem like this was like this huge big deal. They're like, oh, you know, you guys worked so hard for this. We're gonna give you all this, and it's two hundred bucks extra on your check. And we've already worked three months through it, and ends uh, next month. So I mean. Yeah. I guess it's compensated for it, but I mean, I, I know guys who are out here making snow cones, getting hazard pay, making fifteen dollars an hour to make a fucking snow cone, right? And get paid tips. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm a skilled trade. I go out there, bust my ass every single day. You know, mm-hmm. it's hot. <laughs> and being on unemployment right now, man, shit. Oh man, fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> get me started. Uh, on that shit. Man. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. And nothing's being done about it. My apartment still it's said. Un, it's unfair to those people, you know. My apartment still said, yeah. <laughs> rent's doing the first. Yeah, <laughs> That's what my apartment said. You need anything late? Yeah, I will. I don't care if you're unemployed or not. You know, yeah, just, pretty uh, much. Yeah. You know, it's like. Shit hit the pocket. I don't know. I'll, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I that sucks. But you gotta think, everybody's gotta pay for their own shit. Exactly. I mean, I mean if, if, if it's a, you don't know the person, like the landlord for this place right here, they not, might have a whole lot of money. They might need that money on the first because they gotta pay their shit that exactly. they gotta pay on the house. Exactly. You know, everything, everything's gotta go up the ladder at some point. It's not just, fish. money just doesn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. You just can't be like, oh, I don't have a job, so you can't make me pay my rent. Well, Maybe this apartment complex isn't getting as many people moving in anymore because people got coronavirus. So they're expecting those people to pay their money, their bills, and the rent on the first. Exactly. I know it sucks, but that's life. <laughs> it always oh, well. it comes around. It's yeah. something that something always comes around. With. Money yeah. doesn't come out of nowhere. It's got to work its way from the bottom back up to the top. It has to. Is this the sucky part about it, man? There's no more it's compassion. Like a circuit. No more it's compassion broken. for it. You know what I mean? It's all just money. Yeah. People see dollar signs nowadays. You know. Exactly. That's all it is. Actually, no man, no. It's like, and then uh, it's like everything that could have went wrong went wrong. You know what I'm saying? With coronavirus, yeah. COVID goes <laughs> wrong, and lying. then now we have this year has been a, like a, a line of people just kicking America in the nuts. And then, <laughs> and then we had it started with a mod Aubrey, didn't it? The mod Aubrey thing, in yeah, Georgia, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I know, I know you. I think it was it wasn't until George Floyd, the George Floyd case happened when everything just absolutely exploded oh, you know yeah. what I mean and that's when everybody was like I, it's almost surreal looking back at it, it is. looking uh, back at it, it, it there's two things that's surreal happened this year so far when Kobe Bryant died I remember exactly where I, where the fuck I was when that happened <laughs> my mom my mom was yelling at me from downstairs you know my mom grew up in the 90s in LA she, in LA, she, right? she was going to the Laker games she was a teenager when Kobe Bryant came in at 17 doing all this like my mom was crying downstairs whenever she, uh, they said that Kobe Bryant died. It was crazy because that was like their biggest scene. They loved going to watch the Lakers win all the championship. Mm-hmm. My dad and all those people. It's crazy. And the second part, the second one was probably being 
being able to witness, like, not even, like, personally witness, be, being able to even witness um, all the protests, the riots, and everything going on. Yeah, because it was yeah, a lot right. bigger scale than what happened in, uh, was it Baltimore? No. St. Louis? I can't remember the... LA? The riots that happened when we were in high school, like no, the, they weren't huge, like LA standards are one now, but it was. Uh, there was there were a few riots. Yeah, it was after. Uh, it was coming, after the, there was. I can't the, remember his name. Uh, there was the Baltimore riots. I remember in 2015. Uh, was it the Freddie Gray? Was that Freddie yeah. Gray? Yeah. And there was the uh, Michael Brown and uh, St. Louis. Was it? Yeah. The riots. There was uh, one more. Uh, I can't remember. But yeah, they I mean these these were pretty high scale and, I, and it sucks to say but whenever this happened I wasn't expecting this big of a uh, I wasn't either I was kind of like damn like, I kind of rolled my eyes when I did, I, I kind of rolled I was like fuck here we go again I mean like, I, I, I didn't have I didn't have this tr- that much trust in a country to make as big of a right because exactly. it's been it's just been pushed down for forever All right, I was like school. I was like it's just no, I, I kind of thought in my head I was like shrugged I was like, it's just another one it's going to be a big exactly. deal for another, it's going to be I'm thinking it's going to be a big deal for maybe what two weeks and then everybody's going to go back to their fucking lives and people started and then no, and then up. no, everything went, like everything got escalated by a million. Exactly. And I think everything, it, 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 everything culminated because everyone's been in the house for at that point. Everybody had, everybody had been in the house for what two, three months. Yeah, you know what I mean. We've been on a, a countrywide lockdown for two, three months. At that point, that just tipped everything. Up. Everybody's exactly. like, "Fuck all this." Yeah. Job <laughs> at that point, a lot of people just, you know, they're yeah. up. My mom called it too because she, you know, she was. And it's just this atrocity that's happened. My mom lived in LA during the LA riots. Yeah, you, you, know? told me, you, you told me about this. You yeah. told me about the. Uh, I, mean, I was gonna talk about. We talked about it later with uh, the Freedom Riders and everything. Yeah, the movies. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, my mom. It was just me. It was just me and my mom at that point. Uh, or no, my mom was. You know, I wasn't even a, a thought yet. But the what what she dealt with afterwards was pretty crazy because you know she was half. She's half Mexican. She lived in Mexican neighborhoods. She had people coming knocking on her door trying to get her to come outside the jumper. Like it was just it was just full on race war in in, in L A. It didn't matter what what race it was, um, but she she texted me whenever she saw the video. You know I didn't watch, honestly bro I didn't even watch I didn't even watch the video until like two weeks ago. I didn't want to. I I mean just hearing like the audio footage I was like nah I'm good. I, but my mom was my mom was just like this is gonna be worse than Rodney King. She's like I guarantee it. And sure enough, you know, everything happened. Everything is escalated. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like. Even even going to the protests here in College Station, dude, like, I was like, damn, like, this, yeah. the fact that people are out, out here, like, you know what I mean? And yeah. the, 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 the types of people I saw out there, you know what I mean? All kinds of people. Every, yeah, like everybody. everybody. It, it was actually kind of funny, because this one dude, like, drove by yelling, like, get a job! I'm like, nigga, it's Saturday, bro. For real. Like, I'm off. Like, I'm off. We all work. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we don't all work nine to five. Bro. Exactly, <laughs> like every day. Like, what the, what the fuck you at? Like, what the, what the fuck you you're in the car? What the, what the right. Fuck you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Even then, it's five o'clock. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> exactly. I didn't I didn't see too much. Like I said, I, I don't really go downtown that much. But I had to one day. Um, on, on my way to the gym after work, and I just happened. I got off the highway because there's traffic, and I was uh, driving through the little side streets of downtown and the, the courthouse and the police station, and there was two three hundred people out there. Um, row cops in front of the like in front of the doors of the courthouse, but um, there's nothing crazy going on. It was all peaceful, um, but there was there was a lot of Antifa movement down there too, though that I heard. Like I said, I didn't see. Is that, oh man, it's oh, and that's the shit right there, the Antifa shit. 
That's where you get like the that's where I, you get the bad part of both sides. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people yeah, take the shit. Well, yeah, they're they're, well, they're, they're shit supremists. Too, they're, you know what I'm saying? Was it open in Seattle? Yeah. That, um, basically, Antifa town that they made. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that was the the, the no police no police town. Yeah. It's a it's a completely de you know, a no police like there there's a and then that's cool and all but then you you saw you saw the, the negative effects of it right away some somebody got shot yeah. and needed attention and they would not let anybody in they would not let any ambulance they would not let any firemen they would not let any police nobody to help this guy who just got shot you know what I mean? oh hell no bro yeah, that's, yeah. It's, bro, it's, it's actually like, really really fucked up like, it's, bro it's it's, bro. it's 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 like it sounds good on paper Hey, yeah, you know I mean that, that's socialism and communism. Exactly. I was just about to say it's bro. communism sounds good on paper, but it does not work. It does not work, bro, because human nature is just like it has it, never worked and it never theory. will work. Exactly. You know what I mean? You can't. You can't. You know what I mean? It's yeah. That's what you described to me. That just kind of that's it. That's kind of what the fuck? Like yeah. just to look, like just sit there and let somebody die just because you like, just because you don't like police. Exactly, bro. You know what I mean? Like extremists aren't good on either side. Hey, bro, there's, there's, there's no there's, good. There's, there's a happy medium, bro. Yeah, like, there's got to no be an extremist happy. Republicans. There's no good extremist Democrats. No, no, no. extremists don't work. <laughs> you know, and everything becomes identity politics. You know what I mean? You yeah. got, you got everything becomes. You have to pick a side. You have to, you have to exactly. choose what you want to think. Exactly. You know? it, like, oh, if you think, if I said right now, like obviously people know my people know off the rip. I don't fuck with Donald Trump, mm-hmm. but I can say that, and people, someone's gonna automatically assume. Oh, does that mean you're gonna vote for Joe Biden? I said, like, oh, I never fucking said that. I never fucking will. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, I can, I can, I can definitely say that my viewpoints, um, they vary, or we'll know. That, well, yeah, but they're a lot different than probably you thought the viewpoints of me in high school. Because straight up, honest with you, bro, in high school I was like, hell yeah, go Donald Trump. Hell yeah, fuck that. You know, and it was, I was, I was, oh no, if Colin Kaepernick is taking a knee. He hates the military. That was, those were my viewpoints. Four years ago, bro. Four, right. five. I'm not gonna lie. That that is where mostly because just I just listened to my parents. I just listened to what mom said, or Jason said, or not Jason. He doesn't really talk about it. But uh, all their friends. That that's where I was getting my viewpoints from. I wasn't making my own. I was taking that. And then after you know, I experienced a lot of a lot of different things. Like I said, my buddy getting getting arrested. We get we get pulled over. Um, I was smoking, threw it out, whatever. Um, they search the truck, obviously, because it smells. They're like, hey, do you have anything in here? We all say no, because I'm under the impression that the guys in the passenger seat and the back seat had, had uh, eaten it, but they dropped it on the floor. Mm-hmm. So they pull us out of the truck. And I'm like, uh, I'm leaned up against my truck, like feet out in front of me. That's how I'm sitting with my, my legs crossed, leaned up against my truck. Mm-hmm. The other two are standing up. One of them's kind of leaning back and forth, and the cop's like, why you look so nervous? He's like, I'm not. I said to the bathroom. He's like, "Well, you're making me nervous. Go sit up. Both of you guys go sit on the truck. Uh, these guys that they're black. Uh, go sit on the truck. Put your feet out. Cross them like this, and, and put your hands in the back of your pockets." And I'm sitting there, and I get, and I see, I see them tell those two, uh, the, those two that. So I, and I get up, like sit up a little bit, and, and walk two steps towards these guys, and they'll say shit. They say absolutely nothing. I got up and walked towards them. We're detained at this point, you know. Yeah. We're all detained. We're not arrested, but we are detained. Yeah. And take two steps forward, and they say nothing. And then uh, they pull me over there. They say, "Hey, one more time, do you have anything in the truck?" I said, "No." She reads me my Miranda rights, and then she pulls the other guy over there, reads him his Miranda rights, reads him his Miranda rights, and then 
they pull my buddy aside, and they're talking to him, and he's, he nods his head, puts his hands behind his back, and they they arrest him and put him in the back of the car. I got his brother with me still, and uh, I'm like, what'd you arrest him for? He was like, possessing of marijuana. And I was like, okay. So he's like, oh, you guys are good to go. So I get back in my truck, and my truck is destroyed. They pulled my subs out of the back, ripped all the wires out of the amp, just destroyed dumping everything out, just didn't give a damn, just pouring everything out. So I had to just throw everything back, got him out of like three, and he told me that, uh, that when the cops pulled him over, that they were like, hey, look, we know this is yours. Um, we've seen your record, uh, so yeah, we know this is your, your weed. So either you confess to it or we're taking all three of you to jail. And he was like, well, I can't let my brother go to jail. I can't let them go to jail. So they, he arrested took him to jail. And the cops in the station laughed at the guy who brought him in. They're like, what'd you bring him in for? And they're like, half a gram of weed. And they're like, are you serious? Like, why did you bring this guy in? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Ridiculous, dude. Man, you know, man, my, uh, my, my experience, uh, I got it. I ended up going to, going to jail for an eighth, eighth marijuana, actually. You know, state trooper. State trooper. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> they can yeah, go man. anywhere they want. Right. On a back road, you know what I mean? On a back road at 12 in the morning. I don't know about y'all, but that Valentine's weekend was horrible. <laughs> Valentine's weekend 2020 was kind of horrible. Oh, I remember. I was I was in College Station that weekend. I was in College Station. Yeah, I was in College Station that weekend. Oh, dude, that's yeah, that's, that's the weekend. That, damn, that was, that's crazy. <laughs> that's the weekend. That's the weekend. Everything fucking changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. I don't know that. But yeah, but no, that was that was where I was like, you know, I've kind of been ignorant for the, to the whole thing. You know what I mean? I've, I had never personally yeah. seen it myself with my two eyes, like a police, a white person, like, straight up showing the difference between me being white and, and these two guys being, being black. black. Yeah, yeah. I had never seen it before, and then, you know, yeah, I, I started I started to make you know my new beliefs known on, on Facebook a lot, mm-hmm. uh, or social media, whatever. Um, just by like seeing some of the stuff that like, my step family posted was ridiculous, dude. Like, I saw this guy uh, is my cousin actually, step cousin, second cousin. Not we talk, we talk about this a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Um, but he was like, he posted a picture of some people riding, and then posted a picture of uh, old dude on George Floyd's neck, right. and said, "If you people are rioting, are no better than this guy." And I'm like, what? Like, how? Like, how? What? How, bro? And then he posts another picture and is like, I know a good way to stop these riots. Why don't we just send a bunch of black kids out there running, screaming, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy? They're all run away then. And I'm just like, bro, I cannot believe, I cannot believe I'm seeing this shit on my Facebook from somebody that I've known my entire life, from somebody I thought was a cool dude, for somebody that I looked up to, he's older than me, posting all this shit on Facebook. And I'm just like, it's all coming out. How, bro? I'm just like, straight up. You're racist, bro. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no. no I, doubt. I, I'm not going to that family reunion ever again. Like, his mom was doing the same stuff. It's, it's crazy. The type of stuff I've been seeing with the guys who I was with my entire life. And, and that, thinking back at it now, you know, I, I've always heard stuff, you know, little slight remarks. And I thought, you know, oh, they're just joking, whatever. But you, you don't joke like that, bro. I mean, yeah, exactly. it, it really started, I started to see, like, the, the stuff I guess I had just been blind to or didn't want to see for a long time. Mm-hmm. And people on my job, the same thing. So there's this one kid, uh, you know, shows up to work with his MAGA hat every day, uh, all that jazz. And he was like, 
he pulled, he talked to me the one day. He's like, so Devin, he's like, what's up with all this libtard uh, shit you're posting on Facebook and all this social justice reform? What is all this? I'm like, like what? I was like, what? Yeah, what the fuck is libtard? Like, yeah, like liberal. Oh, that makes me liberal and retard. But he's like, what's all this shit you're posting on Facebook? I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? I was like, why? Why are you questioning the stuff I'm posting on Facebook about this? And he was like, well, there's just because there's just no systematic there's no systematic racism in America because it just doesn't exist he's like everybody has their equal chance he's like it's all just depending on what you do I'm like bro no <coughs> Jake I was like first off Jake you know uh, damn said his name whatever go ahead Jake Johnson find his address I don't care <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> you know he, he grew up in Cedar Park rich ass part of Austin right. 23 years old 24 years old still lives with his mom you know, this dude has yeah. this dude has <laughs> had no exposure to anything that's going on. You know what I mean? No, yeah. none whatsoever. He's completely sheltered his entire life. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he he's, he he'll send me he send me send me pictures, uh, like funny pictures, like to, like memes with George Floyd in it. And I'm like, dude, why are you sending me this shit, bro? Like somebody had a pillow with George Floyd's face on it, and he sent me pictures like he's got my new knee pads in. Like what? Oh. Like what, dude? Like really? Like oh. what? Come on now, man. How? That that is like how do you say it? And, and I I'll straight up, I'll, I'll, I'll straight up call him racist at work, and he gets mad. I'm like, why are you getting mad, bro? I don't. Like you are. Straight yeah, up. straight up. <laughs> there's 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 no denying it. I was like, first off, you you even questioning why I'm posting this stuff about it? Is the is yeah number one number, number one. one yeah. <laughs> Like, what do you mean, why? He's like, there's no issue. Right? There's no there's no uh, issue with race in America. I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, he's like, he's like uh, there's, some, uh, there's white, some white people just hate black people. Some black people just hate white people. I'm like, yeah, that's true. I was like, but. That is true, yes. White but what is the bigger issue? That's the thing with, you know, white and, and I swear to God, if I hear all lives matter, I, I might, I might. Well, I mean, like, when, whenever I hear that shit, I'm like, nigga, duh, like, all that. Yeah, matter. obviously. Like, nigga, like, yeah, but, <laughs> but, like, like, like you see on Facebook now, all lives can't matter until black lives matter also. You know, you know I mean? that's like, like yeah. the, the analogy I see, I see a lot is there's a house on fire in the neighborhood. Are you going to go put all the, put, you know, put water in all the houses and, you know, because all houses matter? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to put the one that's on fire out? Right. There's a bigger issue here. Exactly. Yes, all lives matter, but make all lives matter. Mm-hmm. Right? All lives matter, but not all lives are equal right now. Right. Yes. You got to look at it that way. People don't. People choose not to see it that way. And that's the thing about it, dude. It's like, you know, you say like, oh, black people don't like some people. Black people don't like white people. Some like yes, but it's the same thing with black on black crime. Black people kill black people. White people kill black people. White Mexicans go Mexican. Like everybody yeah. kills everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what, what the fuck is? No one should kill anybody. You know, know what I mean? I, watched, I saw a video on Facebook yesterday. There's this, uh, he's, a, he's the most vicious speaker. He, Matt knows he has David Goggins. He's a oh, yeah. oh, no, no, yeah, no, no, Navy SEAL, Army Ranger, Air yeah, Force. Yeah, I've heard of Toughest him. man in the world. 4,000 push or four thousand pull-ups in 17 hours. Oh, hell Nuts. no. <laughs> <laughs> it, hell insane, no. dude. But he, he you know, shared a lot of stuff of why he did what he did. And I forget where he was living. He was, I think it was on the East Coast, but... You know, he was 18 years old and watched the KKK march in the fourth in the Fourth of July parade. They had their own segment in the Fourth of July parade as the fucking Ku Klux Klan, dude, full hooded on everything, marching in the Fourth of July parade. That's nice. The fact that the KKK hasn't been declared a terrorist organization exactly. should tell you everything you need. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, 
The fact that they say that, oh, we condemn the KKK. No, like, bro, you can't just, oh, no, they're bad. There's well, Klansmen on the police force. You know yeah. what I mean? Ex- exactly. Yeah. It's, it's one thing, was a statistic my dad told me, actually, is that suicide rates are among professions is high police officers. Police officers are the highest among suicide rates in professions. Really? Yes. Along with domestic violence. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's like I said, it's all about knowing how to deal with people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, some people, some people on the police force don't know how to deal with black people for some reason, you know what I mean? It's because yeah. they put people that aren't from the area in areas that they don't know. And I saw, I saw one thing that I had never taken a viewpoint on with police officers and, you know, the type of police officers you might be dealing with whenever you see these things in the news are people who have a uh, superiority complex or... Um, uh, power, power. Yeah. They want a power. They want to be in charge. They want to, you know. So, well, that comes with screen, is screening. Exactly, you, exactly, you know exactly. I mean? That's what I said. Like, you you got, you got to weed these people out. You know what I mean? And you know, another thing that guy works says he's like, you know, well, not all cops are bad. Okay, obviously, okay, well, obviously, obviously yes. yeah. But, but a cop being a cop, that job is a profession where you can't have bad apples. Right, it's like you know, like an analogy being used nowadays is like having a you know, a bad pilot. Yeah, with a Chris Rock. Sometimes, sometimes he might not be able to land the fucking plane. <laughs> really, huh. you're not working for me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, or like doctors. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. the doctor doesn't have people die. Sometimes the doctor had. You can't have a sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you know, like this some is, jobs just can't have bad apples, exactly. and being a police officer is one of them. You know, like I said, it's like I said, you know, I get it. Um, I get the difference between, you know, someone, say, say, like, the, was it George Zimmerman? What's his name? Yeah. And, uh, and versus a police officer. George Zimmerman was just a, a punk. He wasn't a police officer. He was just a punk that shot Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. and got away with it. Yeah. yeah. You know, but coming with a police officer, you know, it's like, the difference is, this is the, per- this is the person that we pay, we as taxpayers pay our money to, to protect us. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So they, if they end up killing us, they should not be able to get away with it. They My should. heart rate should not be what it is whenever I pass a cop. Exactly. <laughs> I should exactly. not get... Right? Like, like I, I, I'm not even black. Exactly. I, I, I'm not even black. I'm, I'm not even doing anything wrong. Why does... Exactly. Fuck? I could not be doing anything wrong. I see a cop, I get nervous as fuck. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going to happen next? Like, you know Yeah, I, mean? I, 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 I should feel comfortable. Like, I, I not should feel comfortable. I'm, I'm a white dude driving a big white truck. In Texas, I right. should be okay passing the cop for what's you know what's the standard is now, but yeah. I still well, get scared. Known as a oh, yeah, it's, it's no. once I got arrested, bro, I was like, man, fuck that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just it's and it was that that was crazy too. I was I was on my way to call the station. It was one o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I'm going down twenty oh, it's in the afternoon. Yeah, oh, damn. one o'clock in the afternoon, bro. Fuck, I'm on my way to town to surprise my mom. <laughs> Um, I'm, about, I'm exiting. Surprise. I'm in the process of exiting 47 right there by Relis, um, and uh, I passed. I see. I saw this. There was Highway Patrol. I saw him. He was uh, t- about to turn left, be going the same way I was going. I had my cruise control set to 70. I was good. Nothing wrong with my truck. And uh, he gets behind me and lights me up. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I have uh, an eighth weed in my glove box. Oh shit. And um, I pull over. He comes to my door, you know, both hands on a steering wheel. He's trying to open, like, I don't have automatic locks. So I'm like, hey, and I got to roll my window down. So I roll my window down. And uh, he's like, the reason I pulled you over is because your, your taillights are smoked out. 
And I was like, I, I had black taillights at the time. And I was like, dude, I've had these for three years. I've never got a pull for them. He's like, well, he's like, I'm, he's like, yeah, they're illegal. And um, he's like, uh, yeah, I had a little vape in my center console. And he's like, is there, is there THC in that? I'm like, no, it's, my, it's just vape. Here's my juice for it. He's like, well, do you smoke raw marijuana? And I was like, like weed? <laughs> he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I smell it. Tells me to get out of the car. I just told him where it is. Look, there's an eighth weed in the glove box. There's half sweet in, in there, too. Take it, take it whatever. It's there. I was like, if I be honest and tell him where all the stuff is, he'll let me go. Yeah. Um, Hell no. That shit don't work. I did well, he was going to find it. He was going <laughs> yeah, yeah. to find it regardless. Yeah. Uh, so if I was lying, you know, I was definitely going to Joe. So I was like, I might as well tell him where it is. So uh, he's like, yeah. He's like, so I'm going to have to place you under arrest. I was like, okay. Um, he's like, so you got somebody can pick up your truck so, so I don't have to tow it? Man, I called everybody in my phone book. Nobody could come get it. Called my mom. <laughs> She's at work. I was like, hey, mom. She's like, hey, how's it going? Da, da, da. Like, oh, I like, was good. I was like, I'm in call a station. She's like, really? I was like, yeah. And I'm also getting arrested. <laughs> so she had to, her and my sister had to come pick me up. You know, the last thing I wanted is my mom and my little sister to see was me handcuffed in a cop car. Right. But <clears throat> literally, they were like, all he has to do is go there. Uh, do some paperwork and he can leave and my mom's like well why did you just write him a ticket and yeah. he's like I have to I have to take him in and so we take you, him you really don't I was like shit you exactly. really don't you really you like, <laughs> turn that fucking body cam off bro like, I mean uh, yeah, yeah I mean cops playing drugs with body cams on you know what I mean yeah but uh, hey, besides, besides well, point, I, I, I went in there and I was there for like an hour and a half and I left and I didn't even go into a holding cell all that happened all I did they took me in there took my fingerprints down and um, and I didn't even have to bond out because I'd never been arrested before. I was at a PR bond. Um, but it was dumb. An eighth of weed, or three, yeah, three grams of weed. And the other guys were like, "I thought we weren't bringing in for weed." And the guys like, oh, "I'm pretty sure we were, because because it was COVID. Uh, There's Corona going on. That's why I didn't I didn't even go in. That's why I didn't get put in a holding cell because of Corona. Yeah. So they just let me out an hour later. It was luckily it was Friday too. I mean, I had to stay overnight. Oh or, yeah. I didn't have to stay the weekend. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, I I had to stay the weekend too. Mine was on a Friday night too. You gotta stay? I know. I, I thought I was. Oh, I, I got out. Yeah, no. <laughs> I would not stay in, bro. I refuse. But no, dude, like it's 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 so fucking stupid, man. If you, I, I, by the way, go listen to my legalized podcast. It's actually one of my favorite ones. But um, <laughs> no, it's, it's a fucking plant, dude. Like it's. It does, Le- it, yeah, it, legalize it, but legalize it in the right way. Because yeah, yeah, exactly. if you look, if you look. There is there is four people, there is four people. It shouldn't even it shouldn't even be criminalized. Honestly, it should be decriminalized. It's monopolized already. There 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 is there is four white people that control the entire medical uh, and legal marijuana industry. I there's a documentary on it on Netflix. Four people. It all leads back to four people. Yeah. And now, in order to get a license to grow this shit, you have to have proof of income already. So basically, what they're saying. Is that you have to pro- prove that you've been doing this successfully illegally already? You have to already have this, this the place for it. You have to already have the weed. You have to already have proof of profit and and supply. So you have to you have to build your your or, your organization illegally before you can do it as the little guy. That's the little guy. That's the, that's the guys you want to buy your weed from. The people who are going to be able to do it fastly are the people who have a shitload of money. 
right. who are gonna who are gonna monopolize or commercialize the industry. And that's yeah. not what you want. It's no, not. hell no. You want mom and pop. You want mom and pop stores. Straight exactly. Up. Straight and, up. But, and those people cannot get a license without having proof of profit, proof of supply, and proof of you know have a place to have it. You have to have all that stuff illegally before they'll give you a license. That makes zero sense at all. And there's four yeah, people. There's four people who own. There's four people who own like eight hundred, <laughs> like eight hundred thousand licenses around the around the four people own that many around around the country. It's crazy. That's nuts. And all those people, one of them, it was a Republican senator who, um, like campaigned on keeping it illegal <laughs> and put people in jail for it. Kind of like black people. Kind of like people. Kind of like people voting for that. Fucking the vice president that the uh, what's the name pick? Kamala Harris. Yeah. Kamala Harris, slave owner. When yeah. money's involved, he's gonna flip and be like, yeah. "Ooh, I can make a profit." She she's responsible for putting thousands of people in jail for it, and then laughed on TV when asked if she smoked it. Wow. What? And that and, that, and that's who you guys are. That's who a lot of people are gonna vote for with, with, with Joe Biden. Withheld evidence. Come on now. For yes, a, a man that was on yeah. death row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then later that they came back and you know. Found out she did that. Withheld evidence on for a man on death row because she's a prosecutor. And these are the two people we have to vote for. Yeah. Either Joe Biden and this bitch, yeah, <laughs> or Donald Trump and his bitch. Another thing about twenty twenty, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Puppet, like puppet master. It's uh, that's why. Hey, vote third party. Honestly, Mama Joe. Hey, Mama <laughs> Joe. <laughs> yeah, go. Matter of fact, go listen to. I go listen to all my podcasts actually, but yeah, go listen but, to all but, the podcasts. Yeah, say, listen to one about libertari- libertarianism with Kyle or Bray. Yeah, they'll hit on it a little better than I can, honestly. But yeah, I follow Joe Jorgensen actually this week on on Twitter. So yeah, but uh, honestly, that's the only way we can really do anything about this shit. Yeah, it's quit voting for for, for these stupid ass people. Shouldn't even believe political parties. First off, hell no. We should only have one. Exist. Well, yeah, there should, should be only one, one government. Only one government. Only one government. No political parties in the government. Just one fucking government to fucking govern. Yep. And government shouldn't have their hands and shit anyway. It shouldn't be a matter. It shouldn't be a matter of marijuana being legal or illegal. It. it or, or, or. Well, not. It shouldn't be legal. It shouldn't even be criminalized. Really. You know I mean, it shouldn't even be illegal. Even if it was decriminalized. Even if I could just grow the shit in my back fucking backyard, pick the shit off myself and smoke it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What harm is that doing? What harm is that doing to anybody? Exactly. You know what I mean? Focus on, uh, focus on busting meth labs and oh, no. cooking crack. No, I actually watched the show uh, Dope on Netflix. Dope. It's dope, dope and Dope. It was Dope and Drug Inc., I think. Yep. Um, I, I, like, I like Dope way better, though. Yeah, dope is way better. Dope's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dope is dope. Dope is dope. But, um, no, yeah, the, like, open Indiana and shit, the fucking, uh, it's like fucking meth capital of the world, of U.S., Oh yeah, uh, Baltimore. And, like this thing, you know, you hear you hear about the you know the murder rate all the time. You know what I mean? Oh, you have many people get die in Baltimore. You hear about the fucking OD rate on heroin and Baltimore and fentanyl in Baltimore. It's just like um, it's on Dave Chappelle's uh, not his not his latest special, not Sticks and Stones. Was eight forty six? No, no, that one, that one right there. That one is fucking heavy, dude. Um. But no, he's that rotten bitch Candace Owens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to say that part. Yeah, <laughs> I had to. Um, but no, that uh, it, it came out 2015. It was his first first special back after being gone. Um, but he was talking about, and he lives in Ohio. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, if anything you guys know about Ohio is that it's full of poor white people. He goes, and poor, poor white people love heroin. He's like, there's just people, people showing on heroin everywhere. He's like, and it's sad. He's like, but it also reminds me of black people with crack. <laughs> and he's like, just say no. <laughs> he's like, just say no. It's not that hard. He's like, that's what you guys told us during the crack pandemic. <laughs> he's like, you know, it's, you know, yeah, just say no, whatever. He's like, now, now that's happening to your guys as kids, you realize that it's a sickness. Mm-hmm. And these people are sick and they need help. They're not criminals. He's like, once you know, once white people saw it with heroin, you know, now, now, now there's now it's an issue. It. Yeah, now it's a exactly. fucking issue. Exactly. And really, it's not even the heroin. It's, no, it's heroin, but just opioids in general and pharmaceuticals and all, all together. The ones really keeping weed illegal. You know exactly. what I mean? Big pharma. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like medical marijuana is being super oppressed, and it's like barely legal for medical. Yeah. And that's just because it's being held up by top guns with the opioids. Yeah, California and Colorado definitely got it going on. Not. Not with their legal legal policy because like Prop Prop Forty Seven is uh, like the the one of the latest ones they passed in California, but it did, did the same thing. It shit on the little guy and made it harder for everybody else. Um, so that's why you know a lot of people a lot of people in California, if you look at it, don't want it to be legalized because it can be legalized in the wrong way. Exactly. Like my like my dad my dad grows in Long Beach. He doesn't have a license for it. His, his operation is completely illegal. None of his stuff has a license for it. But nobody really cares. <laughs> like, uh, it's why it should be decriminalized. Exactly. Like, if I, I brought I brought somebody out there one time, and you know, they asked my dad, "Are you worried about getting caught?" He's like, "No." They're like, "Why?" He's like, "Well, he's like, you know, I go. To, my dad's a corporate division, corporate divisional safety superintendent for like one of the biggest construction companies in the world out there." Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I go, to, I go to work every day, you know, my wife, she works from home, mm-hmm. uh, I have a company car, she has her car, we have a, a decent house, he's like, I'm not out buying Bugattis, I'm not out, you know, doing all this stuff, he, I, granted, he doesn't make that much money doing it, but he, he probably doubles his normal salary doing it, so he's making a lot of money doing it, but he's not out making it look like it, yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, they're more focused on people cooking meth crack you know doing all kind of shit they're not worried about it out there yeah. and it's, it's, it's kind of crazy like people people who have never been there before like the, the same trip we're on the beach I, I pulled out I pulled out a blunt like, what are you doing I was like I'm about to smoke like out here I was like take a look around you joint 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 blunt bong dab pen you know, it's everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah cop over there smoking the joints whatever dude like nobody cares it's cool <laughs> right like don't get in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, man. No, it's just like I said. It, it shouldn't. It's, it's not a big deal at all, honestly. And, and matter of fact, it kind of helped me out, if anything. Like, yeah. It, it helped me stop stressing about shit as much. You know. It's like whenever my whenever my mom uh, found my stash, like my senior year. It's like I, I can't believe. It. I was like, Mom, look, I got a damn three point five GPA. And I was like, I've been smoking since I was in seventh grade. <laughs> Don't see the issue here. No, I don't see a problem. <laughs> if nothing negative, it's never caused me any problems. If before. nothing negative is coming out of it, what is the issue? I'm still getting my shit done. Yeah, now now the only thing she has is like she got you arrested. I'm like, okay, well I'm whatever. That's because it's, it's 
That wasn't my fucking fault. Well, I mean, kind of was my fault. Because like, we're in Texas. Because we're in fucking Texas. And smoking weed is against the Bible. Drugs are bad. Mm-hmm. Smoking weed is against the Bible and things I believe in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got have high morals, son. Christians. Okay. That's why I get drunk every weekend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then go to church and then nah, 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 let, 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 let me stop. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Pause. No, I'm, I'm not talking about everybody, but I'm telling you, the people I am talking about, you, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Exactly. Man, like, and that's even that, man, like, Karen's. alcohol is just way fucking, just way worse, dude. It's just, it doesn't make, make you feel good at all. It's so much worse for your body. It's so much worse for your body. Yeah, weed has never made me wake up in a field 15 miles from where I ended up, but exactly. alcohol sure has. <laughs> weed never made me throw up for 10 hours after the next day. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And if you do have me like that, stop smoking that shit, because... Smoke some bunk. Yeah, you... Whoo, it's okay, too. Fuck that shit. Hell no, man. That's the one thing about it, though. People just... People are scared to try new things always. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the thing about it. I feel like it's because the stigma of drugs. The stigma of that's a drug. Well, you know, you look at it, like caffeine. It gets, it gets rubbed in with, like, all these hard drugs. Yeah, like, it's not. You know, caffeine's a drug. Yep. And, you know, I mean, nicotine's a drug, you know. Nicotine's a drug. You know what I mean? Like, they make a lot of money off of caffeine, caffeine and nicotine. Caffeine though. and nicotine. Oh, yeah. You know how much money cigarette companies make? Uh, ridiculous. How much these companies probably make? I'm not addicted. Oh, it. You're not addicted to fucking cigarettes, dude. Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, right. this is a nasty habit all around. You know what I mean? I'm not addicted to cigarettes. Okay. Okay. You know, it's like... I quit smoking cigarettes. This shit's so bad for you. This shit's horrible. I have a, this is bad for you. I really it, don't even do this no more. It was a guy I used to work with. Uh, I still work with. You know, he was always chewing nicotine gum, man. So damn near saved his life. Exactly. He, he had a horrible cigarette addiction. Yeah. You know, it's a good thing we can be self-conscious about that kind of shit too. Oh yeah, my stepdad, my stepdad has a hole in his gum oh. and a dead tooth from dipping, chewing, uh, yeah. chewing red man in the military. It's all bad. It's all bad. It ain't all bad for you. Weed's probably the most harmless thing you could do of any drug, honestly. Right. You know, uh, it's, it's still kind of bad for you. You know, nothing. Yeah. You should. You, okay, you should. Putting, you should, putting yeah. smoke in your lungs is never good. But, but that thing about weed, you can eat it. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can make it. Easy. Yeah, my step, my grandpa had uh, throat cancer. Like my sophomore year, um, got rid of it, and then he had it's like another tumor or in his throat. But he so he doesn't smoke anymore. He just eats it. He just mm. eats the pot. My dad will make my dad makes uh, RSO Rick mm. Simpson oil. Mm. It's um, pretty much some of the purest extract you can make. Uh, it's like the color of this table. It's black. It doesn't look good, but my dad takes. You know, sometimes his plants grow too high. They get too close to the light. They'll bleach it. Mm-hmm. Um, trimming, shake. He'll t- toss it all in the bag and get an ounce or two. Put it in a rice cooker. Um, put like uh, butane or something in it. Um, but he he does this thing where he can cleanse it and he can extract all the butane back out. So there's nothing left in it, and all that's left is THC. So you put it all in there, and it's just like this black tar at the bottom. And uh, the very first time he made it, he had a uh, He's wanted to try it, so he got too big. He got like something like the size of a rice grain. He's like, I just wanted to see what it tasted like. He's like, it tastes like shit. So I ate it. And I went about my day. He's like, then I had to go to Lowe's, and I. Uh, he's like, I left. He's like halfway there. He's like, I started to feel weird. He's like, I started to feel stoned. He's like, I was just like, what? He's like, he's like, I know bullshit. I had to pull over, and get something to eat because I forgot where I was going. I was like, God, God damn. damn. He's like on a rice grain. 
He's like, so I, I get that to Opa. He'll put it on his sandwich or whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Opa doesn't have to smoke no more. He'll just go through and get the tiniest little piece. Eat it, and you'll be good for the rest of the day. That's a badass PB&J. Right? <laughs> right? Make about 10 more after that bitch, too. <laughs> yeah, right? That's the cool, that's, that's cool thing about it. You can do so much stuff with it. It's, it's crazy. You know what I mean? And then, like, the other the CBD. CBD really is shit, honestly. Yes. I, I, used to talk, I used to talk shit about CBD. Like, that shit. CBD is the shit. Right, right. Like, muscle repair. Yeah. Um, even body tissue. Aches. Yeah, body aches, headaches. My, my, I've broke my damn back pain. twice. That, that helps all the Pain. Whole lot. You, know, just, you know, way better than Advil. You you can never smoke too, too much, or you can never take too much CBD. Yeah. But you take too much Advil. Fuck the liver up. What? Yeah, it helps a lot too because I've, you know, after being an electrician for two and a half years, and I I do have my grandma has my grandma has carpal tunnel, mm. um, but I I feel myself starting to get it. Just, yeah, get just from that and you know just my work. You know, a lot of my work, I'm just sitting here, you know, twisting my arms constantly or. You know, I got a piece of MC wire or whatever. It's got a metal coating on it. You know, squeezing my pliers. It's hard to you know try to try to break it. I feel it. Like try to squeeze, and as soon as I let go, it's pain that you know shoots up from uh, you know my carpals and my wrist up my arm. Shit hurts. They have to I have a brace now. I have to wear a brace on both my both my hands when I work. Otherwise, it's just painful the entire time. But I do, I, I will go to the head shop and I'll, I'll buy the waters, and they're like they're like eight dollars but i mean they got cbd water yeah. and i'll drink two of them and one one before i go to work and one after lunch and i don't have pain all day i don't have to wear my breasts my braces anymore do you ever think humans are actually not meant to do the work we do maybe you know what i mean the way it breaks down our body so much faster yeah i you guess mean? so but i mean i don't I, in, in, in the sense of what you're talking about you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, in the sense of coming from human nature and from where we came from, I guess, in the evolution standpoint. Not, not to say I believe in evolution, but kind of thinking of how all we have today, you know what I mean? You have some shit that you can, like, just repair yourself with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you wear a brace or something, you know, to keep you going. Well, like, back, like, way, way, way back then, you know, they didn't have that shit, you know what I mean? They didn't oh, have yeah. all the shit to keep us going. So, it was like, we're humans, just, we're, are we just keep, are we Making evolving still? longer? Yeah, are we, are we still evolving, or, like, is it, are we just doing shit we're not supposed to do? Yeah, that's true. Uh, that would be that's kind of like the exactly. Yeah, they, they are they're always figuring out ways to keep us working. Exactly. It was in this like the simulation theory and shit. <laughs> Elon Musk is like a seventy five percent chance, and that's coming from fucking Elon Musk, not some crackpot chance that this is not a base reality. We're in a simulation theory. Yep. We always think, what if God is just. 75% dude that's three quarters there's three quarter chance that this is not real coming from Elon Musk <laughs> Man, not, none, of the, 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 none of the shit we're doing is real right now <laughs> man like like maybe we're in some GTA type dystopia or some shit you know what I mean with someone controlling all the strings that we think we're just doing shit right now what if we're just ants to someone else exactly and earth is just our little colony well, my thing about it, I was thinking, I was like, what if you could think of the ga- the whole universe, how it's a- ever expanding? What expanding into what? Huh? Expanding into what? Exactly. <laughs> but what if it's like, what if it's literally God just maybe thinking of us in his brain? So what if the universe is just literally God's brain? Never just, heard that. I've never heard that oh, theory before. 
of him just thinking, of him just sitting here like this, just probably even got like his all blunt, just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just thinking like and just strategically doing everything Some like shit. with no with no sense of time, with no sense of actual time, no sense of anything. You know, yeah. what I mean? just sitting here in a room like this, just maybe chilling. You know, what you mean? watch Supernatural? I don't. You watch it? It's a good well, show. They, they they throw God in there. It's pretty great. I mean, it's, that's the only ever show. You know, I actually never dared to do that. Yeah. I actually put God in, and it's so crazy because there's, like you see this writer, and he's like the first or second, first or second series, and he's a prophet, and the, the two main characters find out that the books he's writing is their life, but he doesn't know them. Like, he's just writing the books, whatever, and then like in the 13th season, uh, they actually find God, and it's the fucking writer from the second, from the second season. He was writing the story as it was happening, oh, thinking the story as it was happening. So pretty much what you just said is what, is what they're just saying. Do you, you ever watch Big Mouth? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Okay, I so, love Big Mouth. So you saw okay? I love so I'm actually missing some Big Mouth fans. I'm so glad. But um, I think it was the last episode with um, when the kid was writing the whole storybook the whole time, but it was being acted out in the in the um, in the episode, and it gets it into the. Gets to the end of the episode and the kid's just sitting there writing a story. Writing a story, and he's like, "Oh yeah," he's like writing everybody as superheroes and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. That, that type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. What was the other? What was another show on Netflix that goes? It's like a, uh, what's it called? It's um, no, it's a. Uh, I've heard of Black Mirror. No, not Black Mirror. Uh, Love Death Robots. No, that's Black Mirror. That sounds cool. Black Mirror just was it Black, was it Black Mirror? Yeah, yeah. Or? yeah. I, I think it's about Black Mirror. Yeah, Black Mirror. Okay, yeah, that maybe. Episode where they're in the scary game and it's like implanted in his neck. Uh huh. But it was only like twenty seconds. Yes, that died. shit. Yes. Yeah, that shit. Was and like, cause his mom like called. Like, he didn't call yeah. his mom. And like, and he was in the he was in a different world for like maybe seemed like thirty minutes. Oh yeah, that's yeah. like that's like the it's like the, the, the episode of Rick and Morty uh, where, he, where Morty puts that head where he puts that headset on. It's it's called like Gary. Like name's no, called um, Gary. Roy. Yeah, it's called Roy. And like uh, Roy. Morty, Morty went into this thing. It was, was like, like the carpet store. When he in, we, when he entered it, he was a baby and lived like his whole life, like fifty years of his life. And then they took the helmet off of him. And Morty like like looked around. And he was like, "What? Where's where's my wife? What what? Who am I? What?" And he was gone. He was, played the game for like five minutes, but lived forty it's years. Like, I'm Morty. You are Rick. It's like DMT. Wait, you? Sold, you sold <laughs> That's like DMT. <laughs> See, well, I, I actually do have people who want to do one about psychedelics, actually. Man. I, I could, I would come back for that because I could talk for hours on psychedelics. Oh no, dude, yeah, we could talk shit, man. I've, the only psychedelic I've actually ever done was shrooms. Yeah, so I've fun. done acid. I love acid. Um, shrooms are fun, but DMT is by far the most insane shit on the planet, bro. Yeah, How was that shit, dude? Um, you doing too? It was very, it was very nuts. The first time I ever. You know, so-called, you know, breakthrough where it's just full on, like you're I'm on the couch, just passed out. My buddy had it. Um, he put some in a vape, uh, heated it up. I hit, took four hits of it. After the second hit, you know, it's just, there's this noise, it's like wow, 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 wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, right after after the second hit, you can't understand anything anymore. Like I'm, we're listening, we're, I was listening to uh, Suge, the baby Suge Knight was on TV. Um, and uh, the words were like blah, 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 blah. and he's over here he's like he's like hit it so I take it 
one more time. He did it one more time, and he, I, I dropped it, he caught it, and I, boom, fell back on the couch. And it was like this huge spiral um, tube flying through, you know, at insane speeds, fractals, um, like, it, it added, like, another d- like dimension to your sight. Like, you know how you have 2D sitting around paper, 3D, and it is, like, added another one that you can only, like, that you, I can't even, I can't imagine it yeah. now not being on it, but it added more, like, dimensions you could see, whatever. And then, um, the words coming off the TV, and then there is just, like, this white room. Uh, I was by myself. I was sitting down. The only the only thing I could see was this part of the couch I was sitting on. The TV was there. Um, but it was just, like, I I wasn't me. I was I was just there, kind of. Like, it was like the purest form of existence. Like I, I had no uh, ego. Like uh, yeah, Devin, yeah, Devin yeah, was yeah, Devin yeah. was not there. Uh, so to, so to speak, a person. It was, it was just existing. Yes, basically. And then uh, so everything starts, kind of starts to come fade back into view. I get up. My buddy's just talking about getting some weed. So I was like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll throw in on it. And uh, he does. He ignores me. He doesn't say anything. So I look over to my buddy here. I was like, hey. You know, if I got some money, if you guys want some, nothing. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I get up, get a drink of water, sit back down, put my head back on the couch, come up, take a deep breath, like, ah. and they both look at me. They're like, are you back? And I was like, yeah, bro. I was like, I've been trying to talk to you for like the last five minutes. So like, uh-uh, you just picked your head up. They're like, you've been, your head's been back on the couch for five minutes. I was like, five minutes? I was like, bro, I, th- I thought that was at least 45. I know you just woke up. And I'm like, my hands on my head. I was like, what, dude? Like, like bro, I went and grabbed the water, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I, I got up. Like, I was up and moving around. I thought I was done tripping. I thought I was out of it, and I was not. That's crazy. But it only lasted five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. And then the next time, you were there, but you weren't in the living room. It was just me and Mason. And I hit it out of the bong, and I set the bong, and I put my head goes down like this. And I, I this one's not as vivid, but... It was just like laying down, and there was like this weird mist kind of thing. Like the whole world was misty, and there was literally like these thousand foot tall, like human looking figures looking around. Like I was like, you know, this big on the ground, walking around. And kind of like I was saying with the Rick and Morty thing, I felt like I was there for like 40 years ish time frame. Um, I don't know why, but Mason said, like, the first thing I said is I opened my eyes and picked my head up. I don't remember doing this, but he was like, he was like, you said 40 years. It was the first thing you said when you woke up. And I was literally like the biggest time fuck ever because I was there in my head for 40 years and then woke up right here where I was. And I was like, how long? Like five minutes. I was like, no, no. Hell no. no you live no, day by day? No. Um, you live day by day. Uh, Mason, was, I was like, how long was I down for? And he was like 90 seconds. What? And I was on the, I was on the, I was on the wall like this. Like my... Like my brain was just shattered. I was like, "What, dude?" Like, and it wasn't really day. It wasn't even really a day by day. Like I said, I remember it like that, but that's just how long I felt like I was there for. When I picked my head up, the first thing he said I said was 40 years. That is DMT. <laughs> I mean, you can't. I can't say that because it's not a nutshell. It's yeah. different for everybody. It can be fun and crazy and awesome, yeah. or it can be not good at all. Yeah. But I don't believe in bad trips. If it's that, if it's bad, if it's not fun, it's it's because you're, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. You need something to leave. You learn. Yeah, learn. Yeah, it's, it's showing you yeah. 
yeah. you know what's fucked up about you. Mm-hmm. That's when you have an ego death. And that is That's crazy. A lot of people can't handle ego deaths. Those. Ego deaths are nuts. Yeah. And that when I did shrooms, man, it was like for a second I, I realized I was like, is this why people often commit suicide? Maybe this is why people commit suicide, or maybe this is why people can't handle life because. When I was on shrooms, I felt like it shows you everything. About I was yourself. I was outside, and it was just we were at the uh, we had a tank fishing, mm-hmm. and it was like bright day, you know, like grass like grass flowing and stuff, like perfect setting, right? Oh yeah. And so I was literally sitting there like maybe this is why like first of all the visuals were crazy, like oh, yeah. all the like all the green like, like all, all like all the like the, all, there was nothing but wilderness and stuff. All the green was just everything was just lush and enhanced. Oh, yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" And it was like, I took I, this was, I did an eighth of the psilocybin. Little, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, the pill? Yes. Oh, that, it hit like did it hit you in like ten minutes, bro? Yeah. It hit me and Mason in ten minutes, and it, it made Mason break out because it hit him so fast, and we were expecting it to take you know like an hour. Yeah. You Man. see, so you see the walls like first mm-hmm. start breathing and stuff like yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it's like after that, it was like. Whoa, and I realized I was like maybe this is why people commit suicide sometimes. It's like, and the friend I was with, I was with uh, actually Garrett at the time, <laughs> Garrett Squid, and um, oh geez, right there. And I was like, because right now, this is great, you know what I mean? Yeah. But after this is done, I gotta go back to reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, whoa. I was like, yeah, psychedelics are crazy. And man. then I was like, I have to go back. I was like, cause. <laughs> Like go looking back, looking at the world right now, this seems like such a gloomy ass place. I'm like, if I go back to that shit, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I remember. I was like, but no, I was like, but you you have to, you have to be able to, you know. That's the difference between some people. But also, I was like, this, but this is how you can be used as a medicine. You know what I mean? For people who you know, who are that low. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You can bring them up. You know what I mean? But then, but not give them to them all. You know, you, you have to everything in moderation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is why you know if someone is like really depressed, you know, smoke a lot. Of, you know, smoke a lot of weed, and you know you. Just, You'd be good, yeah. For the most part, sometimes. Yeah. You can't. Everybody, like I said, everybody's different. I've, have you ever had an ego death? Never. Okay. You know what they are? I do. It's like where you don't know. There's no sense of you. You yeah. just. Yeah. So. It takes you out of no sense of self. It was life. Yeah. I had gotten. Oh, everything you know. I had gotten some some acid from my buddy who the same guy I got my DMT from, and he was like, "Look, Devin, he's like, don't do more than two. He's like, honestly, you probably shouldn't even do two. He's like, but just don't do more than two. I'm like, dude, come on. He's like, they can do, I usually do four or five. He's like, don't do more than two. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So I did two. <laughs> um, and I'm on the couch, and my buddies are playing this game called Jump Force. Uh, it's like a, a, a Dragon Ball Z kind of thing. Space, a bunch of explosions going into different dimensions. Oh, I'm just, that's, I know what you're talking I'm just, about. I'm, I'm watching this, like, tripping balls. <laughs> um, and we're getting up and going into the bathroom. And... Uh, I'm tripping hard at this point, like super hard, to the point to where I like I was uh, I was peeing, and I, I heard them talking outside, and I thought they were talking about me, like damn, this dude's tripping. So I thought I was like, as I was using the restroom, for some reason in my head, I thought, I was like, why can't I hear them talking so well? I was like, what if I'm not really in the bathroom peeing right now? What if I'm still sitting on the couch and I'm, like pissing myself? So I like like my went back outside and you know I was. Me, I was in the bathroom, so I, will, I go back in the bathroom, and I catch myself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I, I've looked at myself in the mirror, you know, tripping before, and it's always, you know, crazy, whatever. Well, uh, I look, I boom, and I just catch my gaze, and there's a mirror in front of me, and there's a mirror here, and a mirror here. So there's like, fuck, a lot of me. And uh, 
at that point, you know, I'm no longer, I'm just like standing there, kind of like frozen, looking in the mirror. Or I was like bent over like this, looking in the mirror. And, uh, you know, your ego is what your, your mind, it like makes a construct of yourself. Like, yeah. so I was like, the best way I could describe it is during this ego death, I'm in my own head. And uh, my mind constructs, at this time, you know, it was a bad point in my life. Mm-hmm. I was depressed, but I was pushing a lot of the stuff down and not dealing with any of it. Right. Um, but I literally, I literally, like my mind constructs these buildings looking things that represent uh, addiction, uh, depression, all this kind of stuff that's bad that's going on in my head. And I, I literally, and like I said, I, I'm not Devin. I'm just in, in existing here, mm-hmm. looking at the purest form of myself, like looking at myself, like what everybody sees and what everybody doesn't see. It is showing it all to me. Mm-hmm. And it was not cool. <laughs> like, it's like ugly. Like, I did not like it. And uh, I was crying. And, but I literally watched those things, like, just like fall, like crumble down. Uh, and then, like, when I, whenever they did, I popped back up and I was, like, in the mirror, like, tears coming down my face. And literally, like, it, like, that was my mind showing me, like, destroy those things. And that, like, those, like, since then helped me, you know, come up out of it. It's crazy. <laughs> like I said, that's the thing about it, you know. Like I was just saying, like it's, it's it helps, you know what I mean. And you can use, all of this is you can you can use this medicine, you know what I mean. Like I said, you can get addicted to anything, you know what I mean. And like alcohol addiction is the worst or thing. People get addicted to diet coke. Exactly, you know what I mean. Like you need to do women. Yeah, it's, exactly. That's why that's probably one of the worst things you could get addicted to, honestly. But uh, <laughs> straight, like, straight up, like, straight. I, I mean, so it, it 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 kills some dudes, honestly. Like uh-huh. straight up. But um, not only that, but uh, yeah, dude. Um, you gotta know when to say when. You know what I mean? You gotta know like when rea- where reality is. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. And like I said, some people just can't can't handle that. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's just how life moves. Life goes up and down. Mm-hmm. And people just can't handle the up and down. You just gotta move with it. You know what I mean? You can't stay yeah. in one. Pl- you can't stay in one spot because you know if you stay get too high, get too happy. You know you won't be able. Handle when life goes down. Exactly. If you know you get too down, you know when life goes up, it won't seem like anything to you. You, know, you won't know how to appreciate it. Exactly, exactly. But like I said, you have to. You can't also. You also can't overindulge in these kinds of things, like with psychedelics. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You, know, you can't do them too much. Cause yeah, cause even I, I think if I think about what I want my trip to be like for at least two weeks before I do acid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did. I've done. Party drugs too, like uh, MDMA, obviously. Uh, right. Hard. And but honestly, that shit took a chunk out of my fucking brain, dude. You know, uh-huh. like, it, it pushes too much. It pushes. It could, yeah, you, you're just happy all at once, and then you had to take time to rebuild it all, and then you might be depressed for a little bit. Yeah, it took, it took me a good maybe two weeks after. Yeah, I, like, I was like, fuck. That's why people kill themselves. Yeah. You just sleep all day. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Or do drugs, just be safe. About be safe about it. About it. <laughs> exactly. I was actually thinking about it last uh, yesterday when I was at work. I was like, you know, when I'm an adult and say my son, like, or my child calls me saying that they're drunk at a party or something, or they you know did drugs and can't get home, you know, if they called me and asked me to come get them, would I be mad? No. You know what I mean? I would. Yeah. You know, like it's it's the only reason I'd be kind of mad is that they didn't. Yeah, yeah. Say, say my say my kid snuck out of my house to go to a party. Yeah, yeah. I won't be mad at them if they call me to the drunk. But yeah, your ass snuck out. Yeah, you're asking for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sneaking out. If you're sneaking out, yes. But at the same time, it's like 
I would be mad because one, I'm like, I did the same exact shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then two, it's it's like you're safe about it. You're safe about it, and me. the fact that you called me, yeah. I was like, you know, I can't even be mad, like. Because that's the to one be thing. Honest, I in probably fact. wouldn't have called my parents. Exactly right. You know, you know, I'd be like, "Yo, how? How am I getting home?" You know, All like right, I'm gonna try and make it happen. Yeah, I would make it. You make it happen some way. That's not necessarily the safe thing to do, kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like you know, if my like, it's not gonna be like, uh, oh, you don't have a ride. Oh, don't call, don't call my. Okay, don't call me then. You know, like even yeah. my mom talked about it with um, getting it, getting arrested. Yeah. You know, uh, she actually watched the. Oh, her friend told her about the. Uh, was the When They See Us documentary? Oh, yeah, the, or the, the show When They See Us? The remake of the Central Park Five on Netflix? Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, she talked about how, you know, when parents say, well, if you get arrested, you know, don't call me. You know what I mean? You know, how it really shouldn't be that way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, because say if you're something, you know, you're getting arrested for something you didn't do. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, you know, your first thought is, oh, well, I can't call home. You know, you have nobody to call. You know? Like, where... Who's your help though? Exactly, right, you know. Instead of feeling yeah, helpless, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's one thing I was thinking about, like, with drugs and alcohol and everything, and, you know, when when having kids. I guess it's because been, I've been working in the infant section, so I'm thinking about kids a lot, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, man, what, like, how, what kind of parent would I be, you know, if my, once my kid starts going through the, you know, starts experimenting with stuff, you know, I guess. Exactly. You know, but... I can't wait to be a dad. Oh man, I love kids, <laughs> but damn, sometimes. But yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna go out there and start. <laughs> I ain't trying. Yeah. Right. Nah. No time soon. Right. Shit. Right. But yeah, there's one point where I thought I'd be married with kids by the time I was 25. Now I'm like, fuck, maybe 40. But maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. if we lucky, maybe 40, bro. if we lucky, goddamn shit. It was an hour and 20 minute podcast, guys. No, I saw that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We've been talking for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I told you, once it rolls, man, it rolls. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I won't throw any tags in there at all. Any tags you want to throw in there? Uh, nope. No, no tag. Matt, t- any tags in there? Streams? Anything? Twitter? Hey, man, and, nope. Anything yet. Oh, well, y'all know me. <laughs> Yo, y'all know me. It's Caleb Jackson Show. Follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow on Twitter, underscore Caleb Jackson, underscore. Send me any podcast topics. If you want to co-host, I'll co-host with you. Yeah, man, it's all love over here. We just sit here and talk. It's all good. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, be on the lookout for more podcasts coming. And y'all be good. Have a good night.